Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sandspence Radio, ground control to Major Tom. Can you hear me, Major Tom? Can you hear me, Major Tom? Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Dusha. And this week we're joined by a special guest, my brother Daniel, uh, the good one. How are you going? Welcome, Daniel. It's uh, a pleasure to have the good brother in the room with us. Thank you. Uh, Brainy, if you're listening, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Go run a marathon. (laughs) Take that onion head. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Daniel, you're a massive Brisbane Lions fan. Huge fan. Yes, Um, back from the Fitzroy days. Back from the dark days. (laughs) They were. So when you were a kid... this is probably probably before my time because I was, a, of course, an Essendon supporter as a young lad. You were? Uh, and Dad wouldn't take me to those games. But you went with Dad to the Fitzroy games where they were getting like 4,000 people to the games, which is a low number for people unaware. That's a, Yeah, that's that's smaller than a Greater Western Sydney crowd. Yep. How much did it hurt when the club folded? <laughs> I'd hurt. It's, uh, it hurt quite a bit. Uh, it was funny. We used to go to games and if we... Uh, you know, if we lost by under ten goals, that was a celebration. Mm-hmm. We'd be we'd be stopping at Macca's on the way home. It'd be like a celebration. <laughs> and I remember a day; it was like a win. We lost by three goals, and we celebrated like it was a win. I think we even hung the scarf out the window on the way home. <laughs> that was some bad days. Did Dad get right into it? He did. He used to start swearing uh, a lot. And uh, he hates first, umpires, doesn't he? Oh, he hates umpires. And yeah. uh, and I remember my first game was actually against Carlton, and uh, and. Like Dad says, oh, you learnt every single swear word that day, every single swear word. And he goes, I've never been to a game where instead of the crowd cheering Carlton, let's go Carlton, it was percentage, percentage, percentage. <laughs> That's why we hate Carlton. It's probably at this point that I should also say, hey, boys, how good's footy? Here we go, 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 Pretty fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a bit touchy about it this week. Mm. Yeah, we'll get into that later. I, I'm okay to talk about it now, but uh, last night was hard. You disappeared from our Facebook messenger group. Yeah. So Essendon lost to Collingwood, and to be honest, I had sort of like in the back of my mind, I was like, this could be bad, and I was like, it'll be made worse by the fact that. Most of me thinks that we are 100% a chance here. Mm-hmm. 
And then the first two quarters happened, and I was well and truly fired up. The third quarter as well, it was huge. I was like, that's usually the quarter we fall away. And then just like the free kicks just really started to hurt. It's one of those games, isn't it, where the, the umpire actually imposed themselves too much. Like yeah. They, actually, they genuinely affected the outcome of the game. It evened out towards the end a little bit, but at one point it was like 25 to 5, Collingwood's way with free kicks. So why didn't um, Collingwood have their score taken back to zero? What happened? <laughs> Having an extra player on the field. Oh, <laughs> We're wearing yellow. <laughs> I heard a lot of um, commentary on you know Facebook around how bad this umpiring. Every SN yeah. supporter was was on there saying this is just terrible. It, it wasn't. There wasn't that many ridiculous calls. To be honest, when it came to like bad decisions, there was one or two that went Essendon's way where I was like, that was an interesting call. Yeah. But like the free kick, it was just more just like a lot of soft free kicks were given away where Essendon weren't being rewarded with those same ones. So there was a lot where they're like, well, yeah, I guess that's technically a free kick. But if you're going to pick up the whistle for that one, you sh- probably should be rewarding the ones that are happening to the people in the red and black too. So again, yeah. it's no consistency. Yeah. The weird one, because I tuned in just before three-quarter time when shit was, like, off the chain. Ugh. They played on because he, he was time-wasting uh, yeah. going for goal. That one was a little interesting because the commentary really laid into that, but the umpire was counting down out loud. Okay. I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. This is going to be bad. So is it uh, fair? <sighs> this is what happens mate. when your fucking dickhead mate Jake Stringer wastes time last week. Did you see that one where he I waved? I no, no, oh, I saw that. Piece of shit. I don't like it. I don't think they should have called play on for that. Um, yeah. You got 80,000 people there. Hmm. How, how are you supposed to hear? Uh, yeah. and, and this is the first week it's been introduced. So you can understand maybe one or two, but to have a whole, you know, to, to just call it from, from week one, maybe let the players know and then eventually, you know, call one that's obvious. I think at the end of the quarter, I don't think that's a, I don't yeah. think, I think that should have been allowed <laughs> yeah, to take place. It was a huge moment in the game. I also think, does the umpire say to him, don't waste time, hurry up. No, he's just So like, that's what they need to say. He said something along the lines, because you could hear it through the mic. It mm. was something along the lines of like, come on, take the kick, six, five. Yeah. I remember the counting down started at like six or- It was either six or seven, which was a weird point. It's a huge disadvantage too, because he's taken the mark at around 50. Yeah. But then he's gone for a long run up. So when they call play on, he's probably like 70 meters out from yeah. goal. And it, it costs you. And I think they did the same in the in the Brisbane game as well, but um, they did give the warning. They said you got to have the kick now, mm. and he ran in and, and took the kick. But oh, well, we fucking won, so uh, yeah, that was <laughs> huge. Essendon played really competitively, and I hate to be like this guy, but I think that like Arazio not being there was the real difference. Yes, I, I agree with that. Jake Long played a fucking huge game, though. He made a few mistakes, though that probably hurt us a bit but like ratio's that x factor that yeah when it was basically level in the last quarter he's the one that gets you up whereas collingwood had that with degoey and fucking oh, mason cox is actually okay yeah, yeah. although Improved. a real big highlight from that was so grundy probably one of the best rockmen in the competition yeah do you know who also had an absolutely fucking Roar of a game. Was it aerodynamic bell chambers? It was. He, like, every competition could have gone either way, basically. Mm. Did did they... So, there wasn't a clear winner from that contest? Not really. His form is awesome. Just in the last, probably, month. It's a shame, because there's just too many good ruckmen. Like, you've got Uh, to know... Steph Martin, for us, has had a pretty good season. He's had a good three or four years, but he's he's always... no chance at the Australian. Well, he's probably the third or fourth best ruckman in the Mm. comp, and he has been that way. He's just been outside that. Gorn's definitely the best ruckman. You reckon that's clear? Yeah, yeah, I think it's clear. Grundy gets more ball, though. Grundy gets more. Gorn has more influence. 
and uh, just the leadership around the around the contest as well. The set shot goal kicking as well. He loves his set shots. Chisha, <laughs> did you see him after he, the he game? He does it to keep the play. He does it to keep the other team in the game. I think keeps it <laughs> interesting for me. Hear him after the game? No. Oh, he was being interviewed, and he was just like, "Oh, some of my teammates need a lift with their set shot kicking." <laughs> he shanked one from right in front. <laughs> I tell you, he nearly kicked that out in the full fifteen meters out directly. Yeah, he's funny. I would back him from like forty on the boundary, but he's one of the. It's like Daniel McStay for us. He can't kick the close ones. He's no. got no confidence close in. It's just, yeah. So, um, just with the Grundy v Bell Chambers, Grundy had thirty-four hitouts. Bell Chambers had twenty-eight. I think this game, and this is probably the only reason why it didn't fall apart. All of our pieces are falling into place, and it's shaping up. Provided that like Joey comes back and is not just like cooked for the rest of his career, yeah, twenty nineteen could be huge. The players are used to playing together now. Mm-hmm. Saad, Devin Smith, just like Smith is so good. <laughs> he's he's been the best pickup. Yeah, easy been. by yeah. a significant margin. Yeah, best How many tackles Curry. yesterday? Oh, 11, I think. Hang on, I'll just double check. 13. So 13 times the amount that Brennan Goddard laid, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he comfortably leads tackles as well in the AFL. Yeah, he well. absolutely like would. he's clear. He's like 15 tackles clear. Jeez. That's really, that's a, it's a good sign of pressure. Is he the, the recruiter of the year? Yeah, definitely. He had 31 touches as well. So I that's, think who that's else late. is in the recruits? I mean, they're all a descendant. <laughs> <laughs> Start and Stringer and Gary Ablett, but no, nah, he's a little bit down. Yeah. Um, Stringer's been great. He has been good. Yeah, I, th- he, I think he, he started a, slowly. Yeah, he had a couple of bad games, and I think they tried to run him through the midfield. I yeah. don't think, you know, yeah. he didn't, close to the goal. He didn't do a lot yesterday, but even when he's not doing much, he's... Uh, the commentators were talking about Tipper doing this a lot, actually, but Stringer, I feel like, is a good player to have on the field because he's so arrogant and so just, like, I guess pretty much ready to start a fight at any point. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a good presence to have because it's not like our team is full of them. There was a moment in the fourth quarter where... He got in like a bit of a verbal with one of the Collingwood players and the Collingwood guy went after him saying something. <laughs> and I actually felt for Stringer because you could see that it hurt Stringer. Like you watch his face and his face just went flat. Like whatever that guy said to him, it really cut him. And then the umpire like stepped in and threw the ball up and Stringer couldn't do anything. And he was just like, oh, fuck, fuck it out. Um, there was actually, there was a bit of a fight at halftime. Nothing for anyone to get reported, but uh, mm. it kicked off for a bit. Who was in the uh, middle of it? Weirdly. Stringer. <laughs> Stringer was there very quickly. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think it started with Saad. Really? Like uh, one of the players pushed Saad. Like all right, we don't be pushing Saad. He's yeah. a pretty level-headed sort of yeah. guy. So they must have all like flown the flag for him. Yeah, there was about like 12 players from each team involved. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch the big Thursday night game? I saw bits and pieces of it. Mm. It was messy. Yeah. I did that thing where I, again, went to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> what you see this week? I saw Incredibles 2. How was it? It was all right. Really? Didn't rate it? Uh, it's okay. Basically just a retread of the first Incredibles? Pretty much. Not as good. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Daniel, have you seen Incredibles 2? I have not seen Incredibles 2. <laughs> Your kids probably have, though. They might have. Mm. They might have. <laughs> uh, I've got to say, with, with Geelong, yeah. what, what's, what's, what's going on with them? You know, they... And, and Sydney is a bit the same. They, they Geelong are, win, are losing games they should be winning mm. and winning games that they probably should be losing. It gives me hope because we play Geelong in a few weeks. And we and shouldn't they, beat them. Well, that's it. Like Tom has said this before, I think. They kind of don't turn up for teams they don't respect. <laughs> so Brisbane's got a huge chance to win. The only thing I'd be worried about is will that affect your current winning margin average? Oh, yeah. Will man. you roll Geelong by 50 points? Hopefully. Competition best. Best winning, um, average winning margin. <laughs> We're on your, fire. Your percentage for a team that is currently 16th, 16th on the ladder is unheard of. Yeah. Competitive. 
<laughs> you like, Fuck, we're exciting. If you were winning games, you'd be a chance for finals. What? Your percentage is that high. Well, yeah, we're around about sort of the Essendon mark. Yeah. Which yeah. is probably, what, five games behind you? Yeah. Uh, four. Only four? Yeah. Oh, Brisbane. Are you still talking finals? <laughs> uh, it depends. Like, a few teams are going to have to get banned and <laughs> maybe fold. I don't know. Fuck. Oh, next year. Next year is exciting um, for Brisbane. But, yeah, on Geelong, like... Next year, know. 2001 repeat. Oh, <laughs> I can get behind it. I, grand, well, Too Essendon young. Brisbane grand final. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and a repeat when we win by 26 nah, points. Nah, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. That ruined a barbecue that I was at that day. I oh, did it really. <laughs> Not happy. <laughs> that was a great day. That was the day that Onion Head got kicked out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, it happens a bit. He's <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the golden boy. Yeah, it's he's a golden boy he, because of because of shows like this. He was actually where you get stuck in the women and see whole big. Oh, I feel sorry for Brendan. You know, oh, sorry, <laughs> Onion Head. We, his name's Brendan. I remember that. <laughs> no but you know, that. that's what happens. This is how he gets his you know his little golden boy treatment around the house. Basically, we give him life. Yeah, I heard he hates nicknames, so I'm really really committed to the Brenny name. Brenny. Brenny doesn't Brenny. like Brendo either. Yeah, Brendo, mm. Onion Head, mm. Bottle Crusher. He was Bottle Crusher. Used to crush bottles. Torch. Torch. <laughs> Torch, because he's got flaming red hair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he'd say strawberry blonde. He'd be very yeah. offended right now. Sometimes I just call him dickhead. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> he actually went for Geelong when he was a kid. You know, back does. when he had some interest in sport. Gary Ablett struggling. Dangerfield's kind of just going sort of half speed. Yeah, like, he, he, Dangerfield's he having nothing. a bit of a Dusty Martin season where they're no. both just kind of like getting 20, 24 touches sort of thing, maybe kicking a goal, but not exploding. Yeah. Selwood's having a great year. Yeah. But uh, Tom I, Hawkins is playing all right this year. He is. I like to always say that they should trade him. Mitch Duncan's doing really well. Yeah, he's a gun. He's sort of stepped in and taken some of that, that pressure off the, the rest of them, giving heaps of clearances. And, if he played for a team like Carlton, he'd be the best player in that team. Yeah. I reckon. Maybe outside if of that. If Armfield was still around, he'd be the best player at Carlton. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> I actually liked Armfield for a few seasons just because he was quick and his pressure was good. But uh, ultimately didn't make the cut. I'll tell you who else would fit in really well at Carlton. Richard Tambley. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I think he'd go all right. Just not hold him back. Did Ding Buddy roll. play well on the weekend? Four goals. Four goals, Six, ten four possessions. Goals, yeah. She's Hawkins kicked 2-5. Yeah, so the Cats kicked 8-23. Which That's is despicable. disgusting. Like, if they'd lost that game. Yeah. It's on Hawkins. Sure. It's on Hawkins. Yeah. It's supposedly most of his shots were gettable. And what's happened to Hawkins as well? Because, you know, two or three years ago, you would you would have said Hawkins was in the top two or three forwards in the competition. Now, yeah. there's no fear factor at all with Tom Hawkins. No, you know, I think he's- at Kennedy yeah. and Franklin and Ben Brown. Fuck. Know? The moment Ben Brown takes a mark, you're like, is it within 50 metres? Is it within 60 metres? It's probably a goal. But even with Ben yeah. Brown, the moment the ball starts coming in and he's within that zone, it's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas with yeah. Tom Hawkins, you're right. I think he just feasts on... To be honest, he, he kicks seven goals once against Brisbane. He feasts on shitty teams. Yeah. And I think his role has changed. I think he plays a bit of a sacrificial role. Yeah. Because Geelong's fought... Geelong have, on paper, a really great team. Yeah. But some of their setups are just... I, I don't mm. understand. They, they play um, Dangerfield in the forward most of the time now, don't they? Yeah, I'd put him back in the middle. With, with Geelong, like, their top 15 players are elite, and then yep. it, it drops off. There's no depth at all in that, yeah. in that team. Yeah, I would- the top 15 against any other AFL team, top 15, they've got the best the best squad. It's what's after that. It's those players that are rotating on the edges that, that give them nothing. They also need to stop spending money 
on midfielders and spend it well, spend it on a ruckman. Yeah. Well, when you've got a midfield that strong, which they do, I don't even know what, why even add extra players to that. I know. Uh, they probably didn't need Gary Ablett. No. I think it's just the fact that he is a champion and beloved at the club and they thought, yeah, we can do this. And uh, what they pay? I mean, they paid pick 19 for him, I think. Yeah. Which was the Mot. They essentially traded. It was like Motlop Mot for Ablett. For Ablett. Mm. Which, no, I'd take that. I'd definitely take that. I think Ablett's just playing like a guy who's 32 years old. Yeah. And he's slowing down a bit. And honestly, I think they should put Ablett in the forward line every week and Dangerfield back in the middle. Yep. Put him where he's best. I know he, he like he's incredible in the forward line. He's a difficult matchup. Yeah. But he's one of the best midfielders in the competition for a reason. Play him in there with Selwood and the other Selwood and Duncan and fuck, just get, get one of the Ruckman on your yeah. list going. The Cats could still win the premiership. Yeah, they're a scary team, especially now that they've got injuries, uh, the injuries from, like, the massive injuries from the start of the season coming back. Yeah. But it's just, it wouldn't surprise me, too, if they finish, like, fifth or sixth or seventh and then just get knocked out straight away. Yeah. Because you just don't know what you're going to get with them. That's it's exactly the same right. with Sydney. Sydney's a little bit too inconsistent and they're not all kind of firing and, which is probably not unexpected when you look at it. I think last year, Sydney were, like, along with Brisbane and the Gold Coast, the team that blooded the most new players. Yeah. So, they've done that quiet rebuild but not fallen off because they're Sydney and they never do. Yeah. I don't know if they can win the premiership unless they embrace and go because they don't want to be too buddy reliant. Yeah. But they need to be. They need to be like, he is our point of difference. He's the best player in the competition, the most exciting. Let's just like we brought him to this club to win premierships. Let's trust him to do that. And they just haven't. Yeah, away from home, and they might finish in positions where they're playing a lot of away finals, and they've been really good away yeah, uh, and terrible at home. I think they've lost four games at home or something like that. It's weird, yeah. Sydney are like, we either want to finish fourth or seventh. <laughs> yeah. Sydney, yeah. like, I'm starting to look at the teams in finals contention and break yeah. it down as if you play Richmond on the MCG on grand final day, you're going to lose, and Sydney's one of them. Yeah. Sydney can't beat Richmond on grand final. West Coast can't either for me. Collingwood Richmond Grand Final would be that would huge. be great. Yeah, um, not so, for, well. I hate well, Collingwood, no, but it, it would be. It, it's only good if Collingwood lose. Yeah, otherwise it's wasted. Do we want Richmond to have back to back premierships. Uh, though. No. I, I prefer Richmond over Collingwood. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate Collingwood. That, yeah, I do too. Fuck them. I hope you know, it's, all I hope, their supporters. Are <laughs> probably hope it, supporters that listen in. Slamming. No, that's fair enough. I hope that uh, Collingwood make the Grand Final, lose after a kick on the siren, and Eddie Maguire has a heart attack and dies. <laughs> I'm actually. I almost want to draw a line through any interstate club winning the premiership this year if Richmond is in that game. Sydney is the only one. Sydney won't beat Richmond, though, at the MCG. It depends. They <sighs> are capable of it. You absolutely wouldn't put Sydney in the favourite to win that, but I think mm. it's actually possible. Where, like, Port Adelaide, West Coast, no chance. No. I don't think Collingwood beat Richmond, though. Uh, Collingwood could give them a run. They could, but they play the same, similar, that high-pressure, quick game and and richmond are the best at that actually that's a very good point essendon almost exposed them with that because mm. yeah. we we match them in that game yeah because we also have quick players it's actually frustrating because essendon would have a good crack at richmond i think but they're just not going to get the yeah. chance it's weird because essendon like we got absolutely mauled by richmond but like if you were to play that game this week yeah i'd be like i don't know what's gonna happen mm. Actually, I forgot that you got destroyed by them. Yeah. But I feel like that's a different team to what we were seeing Yeah, it was now. like the, that loss really sunk in like for the team. Like, the team like, oh, hang on. We're better than this. And Because yeah. that was the game that weirdly played us into like form. Yeah. 
We've been on fire since then. I think the only person that could beat Richmond in the grand final is a team that you're not expecting to make it. Melbourne. Melbourne. North Melbourne. Are Melbourne the new Richmond, though? Ninth? <laughs> they destined to finish in ninth they place might. again? Like, I, think they'll, I think they'll make finals. Melbourne are, Melbourne might be... You know how Richmond, for a few years in a row, made finals and couldn't get through the mental burden and couldn't yeah. win? Yeah. Melbourne might be like that. They might be, but they, I mean, they've been developing. They've had this a whole host of fantastic draft picks. Yeah. It's, it, there's no excuses anymore for Melbourne. No, there isn't. They absolutely have to make the finals this year. Port Adelaide are a team that do not feel good enough to be in fourth position currently. No, they're kind of just going. Yeah. Like, they're just humming along. Yeah. But they've won 11 games. It's what weird. What the fuck? Jesus, they've only lost four. They'd win the flag this year if Ken Hinkley wasn't the coach. <laughs> <laughs> do not rate him at all. Why and do actually, you hate him? Oh, I just hate him. I just hate his <laughs> attitude. I just, you know, he's, yeah. just, he's just prickly all the time. He's just, arrogance? He's arrogant, yeah. You just hate Port Adelaide because they won the 04 grand final. Oh, yeah, that's, I'm still dirty on that. Yeah. I hate, I, and, and, no, no, it's, it's, it goes deeper than that. Port Adelaide came to the competition in 97. Ah, of course. Fitzroy left in 96. Oof. So they replaced I hate, you. I hate, yeah, they replaced Fitzroy. Mm. Put Koshi in a cannon and shoot him into the sun. No, Koshi. <laughs> My stance. Koshi. We Bull. can have Koshi on the, um, on, the, on, the, on the show. Just someone hold their nose. And pull <laughs> yeah, we're a great team at Port Adelaide. Oh, my God. It's Koshi. <laughs> we'll You're a shave, fuckhead, Koshi. We'll shave our heads as well. That fucking egg. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I hate him. I did oh. too. Geelong, see, Geelong could beat Richmond. Maybe. Yeah. What about Hawthorne West- as well. Oh, I don't know what to make of Hawthorne. No, Hawthorne are good. <laughs> Hawthorne are good. Well coached and developing. And Clarkson's done a good job with them. From where they started last year and to how he's got them playing, yeah. with their positional changes, I reckon they're great. I, I, they, they could win. <sighs> Actually, if... And they've got a good draw coming home. They, they do. Make the they finals. do, yeah. They should make finals. Which means that for North Melbourne to make the finals, Geelong probably have to be the team that drops off. Or, or Melbourne. Melbourne. Or Melbourne. Melbourne. Oh, yeah, fuck. I didn't realise Melbourne were also on... Uh, or like a, a Sydney implosion. You know, the one thing that might save Melbourne is they've got a great percentage. For the teams that are on 36 yeah. points, um, they've got a great percentage. Well, they missed out last year on percentage. Maybe they'll get in this year. What I leads is garbage considering they're fourth. 117. Yeah, right. I did love it when Melbourne put that Facebook you know, <laughs> post up with made finals and then they just made finals. Didn't they, they sent an email to their members. Yeah, mail yeah. out. Yeah. Mail out, yeah. Fuck. That was insane. And it went out the day after, like on the Monday. So they yeah. just lost. Yeah. And then all the, play, uh, all the um, members got like an email. Hey, September action. Buy your tickets now. <laughs> Typical Melbourne arrogance. <laughs> One team we didn't mention, West Coast. No, nah, no chance. No, Kennedy and Darling will get back. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. They can't. They're not going to win a grand say. final at the MCG. They're one game off top spot. It will annoy me because they'll probably finish. They might finish second. They'll get their home finals. They'll make the grand final and they'll get fucking smashed. They, Kennedy and Darling could home. kick like one, like eight or nine goals between them. Against the Richmond defense? Oh. We're, all, we're just assuming Richmond's making the grand final here. Well, look how far we've come. Richmond, they just have, look like, they kind of look unstoppable at the moment. They're, they're a step above everyone. They're pressure. It's the pressure. It's unbelievable. They believe. Whatever they're taking, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of clubs want. They've got a pretty chill run home as well. Like They have to play Collingwood and Geelong, but apart from that, it's all bottom eight teams. So their position will probably stay the same for the rest of the season. 
They won the grand final rematch by 47 points. Which is a one-point improvement over the actual grand final for Adelaide. Well done, Adelaide. Um, You're it was, improving, guys. Oh, it was close. MCG, MCG. <laughs> it was weird because Richmond outplayed them completely. But at three-quarter time, I think Adelaide kicked a goal just before the three-quarter time. And they were sort of in it still. Like, they are only about two or three goals down. <laughs> yeah. But then Richmond came out and fucking destroyed them. Yeah. Adelaide, so. look, they're in all sorts of trouble. It's no good for Adelaide. It's great for us if you don't like them. Um, but yeah, they're a team in absolute shambles. How, Adel- many, how many players are going to leave? <laughs> Four or five. Yeah. Who's going? McGovern. Betts. Betts. Sloan. Sloan. Sloan probably won't see. Probably he, put Tex in jail. <laughs> the thing with Adelaide, though, if m- m- the majority of those players are contracted, right? Because Adelaide play hardball. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Betts retires. He's 29, is he? Or 30? No, he'd be 30s now. 31. He's got two years left on his contract. But there's also rumours swirling that the... Uh, that he hates them. <laughs> he hates them and that the club was very, very insensitive. That's another person I don't like, Don Pike. It must be these Adelaide coaches. <laughs> I done? really don't. What's he done? Arrogance he's, again? It's the mad stare. It's the arrogance. It's the, <laughs> you know, Charlie Cameron wants to go. Oh, Brisbane shouldn't be mentioning trade to players and all yeah. that. Yeah, get over it. Especially yeah. no if you, Don. What Tom, <laughs> especially if what Tom was talking about a couple of weeks ago actually happened where the Adelaide team refused to talk to the players that were being traded in the week of the grand final. Yeah, they deserve to lose then. Yeah. Scum. Yeah, the old saying, yeah, you got one mouth, two ears, you know. <laughs> Don Pike really took that to another level. <laughs> just sort of stood there and just, it's like, just say something, Don, okay? It's okay to be angry. Just, just let the players have it. Um, I don't even know if he's a scary man. Like, I'm looking back on that scary. stare down and I'm just like, nah, get fucked, Pikey. Yeah. Someone should have headbutted him. <laughs> you know, you should have sent out there. Ron Barassi. He would have sorted the boys out. <laughs> yeah. Bring back Malcolm Blight. <laughs> oh, Malcolm Blight, yeah. I love watching, like, halftime speeches from, like, the old coaches that just oh, used to, yeah. like, fucking go ape shit. Barassi's was great. Yeah. What was the Hawthorne one? The the just do something speech. That was fucking great. Yeah. Fuck. Kennedy, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, it was. It was Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. That was a rip. Uh, um, Terry Wallace, I remember, ripped shreds off the Bulldogs. After a few a game? years back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I watched that recently, yeah. actually. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It was when his voice was a little less gravelly. Yeah. Yeah. There was paint coming off the walls, though. So, you know, just- yeah. I actually quite like Terry Wallace. He's just like this underdog coach who never quite got the success that maybe he should have got. But uh. Got good success as a player. Yeah, unlike, that'll do. Unlike uh, Ken Hinckley. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Would have played a lot of losing grand finals. <laughs> Love how happy that makes you. Yeah, I mean, the Tigers, they just did what we expected. They beat Adelaide. Yeah. Well, I was game. I was wondering to see if the preseason uh, camp made any impact on Adelaide to see if, like, against Richmond, they literally came out firing. Yeah. No. no. No, they didn't. No, no. The camp just destroyed your team with no benefits. <laughs> Sick. Good one, Adelaide. You fucking idiots. It's, it's very um, outdated, the old scare tactics and... It's not the way you manage your particularly young people these days. You've you mm. got to nurture them and listen to them. I mean, these guys still... Mental like health awareness has come so far. It has. And the fact that these are men that are put with like a lot of pressure on them to succeed in their late teens, early 20s, there is absolutely no way that this camp was going to do anything except fuck them up. I don't think these camps were... Well, clearly, it didn't work. <laughs> but the fact that, especially now... 
so many different players respond differently. Like you've yeah. seen, Lee Matthews used to talk about this. He would get stuck into someone like Akamanis because he would respond to being sort of yelled at like that. But Correct. there's other players you've got to kind of like get your arm around. And, yeah. Malthouse so, was the same. He said yeah. the same thing. He said, you know, every player, you want to share the same message as a coach, but you still manage everyone individually. You have to tell that message on, yeah, in different correct. ways. Yeah. And Don Pike's just been like, nah, fuck it. We're all gonna we're all gonna go on a camp and if you're not hard enough, you're not hard enough. And yeah. Like, That's not how you do it, dickhead. That's why you lost a grand final. Lift your game, Pikey. That's why everyone for years. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like you look at Adelaide, they keep losing star players. Now is that the culture of the club? Is it the fact that they I think they constantly underpay, right? Oh yeah. Jake Lever. Classic example. What did you tell me? What would I, he, got, I think it was three fifty or something. They like offered that. him three fifty. And, and Mel- then, Melbourne offered eight fifty. <laughs> yeah, and um, there was also a thing where they were like, "Oh, we can't afford you," but then they paid um, Jenkins. No, Jenkins no, Jen- got a huge uh, contract. Jenkins? Or was it Jenkins got a big deal? Jenkins uh, got like seven hundred <laughs> because Brisbane came after him. Actually, I'm glad we no didn't Gibbs. Get Gibbs. They gave Gibbs a huge contract. I think they would have had to because he he would they would have had to pick up the Carlton contract. Yeah. Because I think he was still contracted, Whoa. wasn't he? And that was yeah, a he was big two or three years. Yeah, so so Jake Lever, who potential like would have been like an absolute star of the club. Yeah, but it's fucked him over real bad. Mm. In saying that, Adelaide have found a great replacement, Tom oh. Duday. Yeah, he's all right. He's been great. Bit of a rising star favorite. He could be. He's better. He's he's a better rising star favorite than the current favorite, Jaden Stevenson. Jaden Stevenson. Daniel, why isn't Alex Witherden? The favourite. <laughs> I am. I don't know. Thirty-one touches on the weekend. Thirty-one touches. He's averaging twenty-two and a half touches a game. Eighty percent efficiency. Eighty. Eighty-four percent efficiency on the weekend, but eighty percent for the it's probably year. Probably great transition into the next game, which was Brisbane Lions defeated the Carlton Blues by eleven goals. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh yes. I wasn't going to watch this game because I had a, a, a commitment, but I ended up sort of like pushing that. Um, back a little bit and then going uh, and, and watching the game and fuck it was good yeah. it was so great fuck Beams got like 40 touches didn't he I'm a bit critical on Beams <laughs> <laughs> and he's a, a one, one way player he is there was a passage of play in particular now it's like let's say I think in the first half was it 25 touches he ended up with 40 touches for the game kicked a goal an awesome goal by the mm. way it was a ripper there was a moment I think it was in the second quarter when he he bent down over the ball didn't pick the ball up, like dropped his head down because he was waiting for contact. He wanted to draw the free kick and get like a soft free. Then no Carlton player touched him. One of them swooped in, grabbed the ball and just ran away with it. And, and this it, is before Carlton. Uh, and this was like early enough. I think it might have even been the first quarter. Might have been first. It was early enough when we weren't in control of the game yeah. yet. And I was just like, for fuck's sake. Like, no, I actually it would have been second quarter because he was on like, I looked and I'm like, you've had 20 touches. You're clearly the best ranked player on the ground, but that's just soft. Yeah. And it fucking annoys me. And he does a few things like that. And he doesn't work as hard defensively. He's a gun player and forward of the ball. And when they've got the ball, he's, you know, elite in the AFL. I just think defensively he doesn't work as hard as he maybe other players in the competition. I agree. He doesn't have a lot of speed anymore either. But Eric Hipwood, six goals, finally had the breakout game. We've been talking about it for weeks. I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting. He's been threatening. He's had games where he's kicked like two goals, four behinds, and he finally kicked six, two. He could have kicked eight. Yeah, they would get a Should have kicked ten. They should have fucking fed him more. Some of the play- oh. well, he, gave, he gave a few away too, so he well, had six score involvement. So Chris um, Fagan said it was yeah. just an incredibly selfless game. 
which is great because he said the tendency with a young player when he gets on a run like that, oh, I've kicked six goals. Every time he gets his hands on the ball, he should think of the big sticks and have a crack. But Hipwood didn't do that. He thought, how can I help my teammates? And that's the attitude that Brisbane's had pretty much all year. And things are starting to click, Daniel. I'm all, fucking excited. All the media's been about Charlie Kerno. Yep. Fuck him. Uh, no, Charlie no, Kerno is, is, is a great He's going to be a great player. He was all right. But Hipwood, if you look at the two stats between the two at the similar points uh, of their career, Hipwood is the same age? performing him. Uh, about the same age. Yeah. Or is Hipwood a year, Hipwood, Hipwood's a year played, ahead? He might be a year ahead. I think he's, they might have been, could have been, actually, I think they were I think he's the a year same ahead. year. Oh, I think they were, okay. but I think Hipwood's played about 15 more games. Fuck, he's going to be a star. Brisbane? They're uh, both going to be stars. Yeah. Such a scary side. Like, Shit, yeah. Yeah, coming into next year. like Still, the end of this season, you, I wouldn't be surprised if we finished like 10th or 11th. This season? This season. I don't think we can climb that high. No. Not with the remaining. So too far back. I think probably 14th is a is about the realistic sort of thing. Yeah, 14th. Because I think Essendon are 12th or 13th. I would like to finish 17th. No, 12th. Well, you want number two draft pick so you can grab Sam Walsh. Sam Walsh. But that you assume that Carlton wouldn't grab a midfielder to help Cripps? I think they would. I think they would go for him rather than Lukosis. Or would you go the best player in the draft? Actually, the next watching, you know what? Watching Carlton on the weekend, they we had the same him. amount of inside 50s as Brisbane. It's the forward line is fucking shithouse. Oh. So <laughs> Charlie's doing it all on his own. Fucking who's a... Spud, they've got playing. Oh, the, the setup was poor, and Brisbane were well. So they've improved um, out of sight defensively this yeah. year. Their back line. Oh. Without Harris Andrews as well, they've done a really good job to keep Carlton to 55 points. Yeah. Well, I mean, Carlton, we've talked about this, haven't scored 100 points in two years, like over 100 points yeah. in a game for That's... two years. Brisbane have done it, I think, four times in the last two months. So... That's like Chris Fagan's talked about that. We're in the business, like we're in the entertainment business and Brisbane yeah. are playing exciting footy. So last year, Fagan came in and he fixed the back line because in Justin Leppage's last season, we were leaking an average of, I think, 136 points a game, Jeez. which is fucked. That's- Fagan's got it now. It's down to about 92, 90, 92 yep. which is great. And I think our... like. They're just they're exciting. They just they get it and they run. They've learned to defend and how to create off the half back line because with Witherden and Cutler and Hodgie's been awesome and fuck. He blew, oh, you, so you, excited. Um, you got very, very excited with the don't argue like, from what I heard as well. Cam Rayner. Yeah. <laughs> Cam ta- Rayner sent me to space. <laughs> like the it table's was... lifting here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he didn't do a lot in the game, but he just has these little moments where you go, you're going to be a star. Hugh McCluggage, every week now he's getting in the 20s in possessions. Like, he's fucking awesome. He's got so much time and space and he uses it well. Witherden's just great. He's just a, he's, His average like for disposals is higher than any rising star winner since the award's been in. And he still is sort of talked about as maybe like the fourth, fourth or fifth, fifth favourite, yeah. which is fucking shit. Give him the award. Fuck off, Stevenson from <laughs> Collingwood. I don't care if you're kicking goals. Get fucked. Get the ball on the back line. Oh, Stevenson's going to be a great player. Oh, he will. Yeah, better this year. Stevenson on the weekend, mm. in the first quarter, absolutely shit his pants. <laughs> Did Kyle Hooker come at him? No. Was it Saad or Smith? Someone just chased him down. Yeah. And Stevenson probably could have get rid of, got rid of the ball, but he just like tripped over his own... He was... He heard footsteps real yeah. bad. <laughs> like, tripped over his own feet and ended up just like, it just went out of bounds. It had to be Tip and Woody, wouldn't it? No. Oh, maybe, yeah. It was, no, it was like. You would know he was coming. <laughs> he, is, he is a machine, that bloke. He'll kill you. He will. Essendon have got 
like a, they're a great tackling team, actually. Oh, they yeah, are. which is something that we except for s- Goddard struggled with in the first half of the season, and now yeah. we've like finally because um, Smith was the only one laying tackles. Mm. Now he's everyone's awesome. getting amongst it. He's awesome. He's he is clearly the Merritt best as well had like the year. yeah, Merritt had like nine tackles. Or something Merritt's as good well. too. Yeah, isn't it? Oh, mate, next year. Yeah, I, next year it's it's you versus us. Yeah, two thousand one grand final. Rematch. Oh, I'm excited for Brisbane. I want to uh, special mention to the magician, Dane Zorko. <laughs> Didn't get a touch in the first quarter. Whew. Was getting obliterated. Yeah. Then went to the huddle, probably had like flashbacks to the two-hour chat that he had earlier <laughs> in the season, and then exploded and ended up with 25 touches, a goal. He was huge. He got in the coach's vote. Like, great game. That's and huge. I love that he can no like, impact in the first quarter at all. Absolutely. I love that he can work through it and just have... like. He I love the way he's doing it, though, because he yeah. does it via tackles. So he gets That's involved. He'll, he'll go to a busy player and he'll tackle. And yeah. he'll get his two or three tackles in a couple of minutes and then he'll start finding the ball, ball himself. And he, yeah. I think he's third for tackles. Uh, and he's in right. the league. Yeah, correct. Helped too that after but the break. But he's a mile behind Smith. Everyone's behind Smith. Oh, for, everyone you know, would be, yeah. Smith, fantastic. After so. the break, I think the tagger for Carlton went to Dane Beams. So Zorko was able to get off the chain a little bit. So oh, I guess Beams would have ended up with about 65 touches if he... Was remain unchecked? Probably. Hmm. Ripping goal from Beams. Oh, it's exciting. And he talked about it after the game. And it's quite. Every time I have like a crack at Beams for being a bit soft, and then he says something like fucking just beautiful after the game where he was talking about the goal that he kicked on the boundary is right in front of the seat that his dad used to sit at at games. Oh. So did you hear that? That when he did the warm down? Uh, yeah, after the game. He, he started crying. He was crying, oh. yeah. And Cam Rayner put his arm around him, got it. Because, oh. Brisbane are building something fucking special, and I cannot wait. It's going to be a good... They're, they're going to have a crack in the last, what, seven games that are left? Is six, seven games left? Six? Whatever six, there is. Seven, yeah. What uh, got? Six. Next season, sky's the limit. And I just want to talk about next week. Uh, it's, a, it's a rematch of one of the wins you've had. You could put Hawthorne's final season to bed. It's in Tassie, which is interesting. Yeah. I don't think we've won there for seven years or so. I think Hawthorne will win that. Um, Mate, nah, fucking get they, out of this they, studio. They will win. Uh, they no, they no, got finals fun. on the line and it's in Tassie. And, I don't, I don't and give a shit. They will, they will switch on. Clarkson will rip into them this week. He'll he'll go all Don Pike on them, but it'll actually work for Hawthorne. Oh, how um, much Hawthorne going to win by? I don't know. They'll play the Brisbane Lions song, blindfold them all down. At, <laughs> wherever you, it is. What is it? Uni Taz. Your lack of faith University is disgusting. Taz. Can I just say that? I feel like I'm sitting with onion no, head I'm, right I'm now. I'm admirer of Hawthorne though. Clark. I don't give a shit who you admire. Back your boys. You've got to fucking believe, mate. Oh, this is... I'm, I'm pretty rocked by this. <laughs> oh. I just want to see you eat some toast this Sunday. You know, You'll be, I'll fucking feed you toast. <laughs> <laughs> it's all happening in the Carney household. <laughs> um, but yeah, Carlton... Direct your onion head. <laughs> Always. Carlton, big trouble because you would look at that fixture and say, right, we're 18th, we're playing 17th. This is a genuine crack for us to have a, game. Yeah, have a win. Um, and they were just shithouse. They've got St. Kilda next week. They have the Saints and they also have Gold Coast coming up too. So they do have a chance um, it's, to, to pinch yeah. a few. But geez, if, if they only win one for the year... Fucking hell. That's both embarrassing for Carlton and embarrassing for Essendon. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh. yeah. You want someone else, that. yeah. Oh, man. Unbelievable. Speaking of St. Kilda, the next game was Port Adelaide, who defeated St. Kilda by 36 points. In second gear. They should have won this by more, Port Adelaide. They dominated all forms of, all the major um, statistics in the game. They should have smashed them. Was it the Saints? That, have the Saints lifted, though? No. <laughs> no. The Saints are horrible. 
Saints okay. are a horrible team. They they are. Inaccuracy again. They, they should have been the merger team back in 96. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, is Richo fucked? Uh, he might get another year based on the... F- uh, well, I think he's got a year to go on the contract anyway. He does, yeah. I think they'll give him the year like they've done with uh, Buckley and Hardwick when they were... Had shit teams. I agree with you. and But I, they still have no A-grade. T- I mean, Richmond at least had Martin and Cochin and Rance in there. Like, St. Kilda's got no one like you. I mean, who who's even good in that team? You're actually, you're right because when you... Billings is good. <laughs> it's kind of like if you turn the TV on, like, I'm going to watch some footy this week. Oh, the Saints game is on. There isn't actually, like, a star that you want to watch. At least with Carlton, it's like, I, I'm excited to see what Kurnow does this week because he's always exciting when he's near it. What about... um? Fuck, I've forgotten his name. So that's uh, not a great start. Gresham. No, nah, he's, he's not. He's not. He's a good player, but he's not like. He, he, he's he, not he, a Charlie. Like you want someone or Cripps. You want someone exciting. Brisbane have got like plenty of them. I think they've got Rainer. You've got McCluggage. You've got Hipwood. Who's exciting? I mean, Gresham's a son, uh, shining light for them. He's kicked, I think, twenty-seven or twenty-eight goals this year. So he's in yeah. the top twenty goal figures. But I, th- I think he's a good player. But they don't have like that X, X factor, factor that you come to watch. Like well, if it's Port Adelaide, on. it's like you watch Chad Wingard, you watch Stephen Motlop. You yeah. Know? Who do you watch from St Kilda? Jack Stephen. That's what I'm saying. You don't. They don't Billings. have anybody. And they're borderline. Billings oh, is yeah. like borderline in the team sometimes. That's ridiculous. <laughs> he lost his place. But um. Well, no, it was shit house. They deserve to lose. His they should. <laughs> well, if you look at the stats he got dropped on, he didn't actually play that badly the week before. He wasn't their worst player. He no, was- but he's inaccurate. They go, you are costing the team win, so you need to go back to the reserves. Did and then they were Mem- like, then they forgot, oh, we don't actually have anyone good to like bring in for him. But Did anyway. Membry go back to the reserves? He's been fucking shit all year. All these names we're saying are just like, who cares? Like, they're just boring. Well, actually, all the all the listeners right now are going, who, the, who, who are these people? That's that we're it. Talking like about? St. Kilda. I, I worry yeah. about the Saints. Maybe they should be a VFL team. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, you know, they, they should have been the merger that. team. Most unsuccessful team in history, St. Yeah, but following that, like they did have that period of, you know, where they had Rewalt and they had a good team. They just I didn't a good deliver. Team. They're still on one premiership since 1897 or whatever yeah. it is. Like, no, they're a joke. And yeah. the problem is, like, the future's not super bright for them because, again, no players. You need players to make a team. And they keep talking about, like, you know, Andrew Gaff's on the market this year, apparently, and all that sort of thing. There's a lot of teams lining up for him. And if you're Gaff... You don't pick St Kilda because why? <laughs> why would you? Believe it or not, they might go to North Melbourne. Oh, the sorry, North. North. We've got to call them North, yeah, North. don't we? <laughs> no, we, we, we? We love North on this show. North. We, we back them. We, yeah. um, we've never, Always have. Yeah. We've never said they were going to bottom out and, and finish on the wooden spoon. Or uh, We love them. We love the underdog. The shin bonus story. It's beautiful. I think it's just a made up word. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right. All got Glenn Archer, shin bonus. Shin bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Next game, uh, Western Bulldogs lost to Hawthorne by 63 points. Yeah, after... talking about spirit. Ugh. <laughs> Lift, doggies. The you dogs know, were with them until halftime and then cooked it. You know why the doggies are so bad this year? I mean, they're bad last year. Mm. Josh Shackey. That, oh. <laughs> he's the biggest TC in the game. <laughs> and uh, No, he's hopeless. Uh, the doggies are hopeless. They had a, such an opportunity to, to build that club for the future after the flag win, and they've just been so disappointing. And the list hasn't changed that much. And, in, you know, they've got – they're still a, they were a young list at the time, a developing list, and they've just yeah. gone nowhere. They've got no direction. They cooked it. They did. Well, they should leave. leave. And they fluked the flag. <laughs> they finished seventh. They had the week off. We got some boys back. 
Got some boys back. Got to give them credit though; they did have to deliver for four weeks in a row. They, they, they won the game. Four weeks. They, I think they still fluked it. If that hadn't had the break in that week, I don't think they would have won the flag. Well, no, they wouldn't have had the players back. They wouldn't. They, I think they got four or five back for that first final. But um, Clay they, Smith yeah. retired today, actually. Oh, well. uh, yeah. He's only uh, twenty-five. I think. He just had. I think it was knee. Knees. Was it his knees? Yeah. Someone said like the last game or something when he he did the knee, he just kept playing. And he ran back out there and one of the players goes, oh, I thought your knee was stuffed. And he goes, yeah, it's, I've done my ACL. And the guy's like, what are you doing out here? Because he, <laughs> he could still run because he'd done it before. He said he could still run and change direction. The doctor oh. said, well, it's not going to get any worse from here. Just go back out there. Um, okay. That actually no. happened this weekend, except it wasn't an ACL. Hoskin Elliott. Hoskin Elliott. Yeah, he, he did his knee or did he fucked up his knee real bad. Yeah. I don't know if it was like air quotes did his knee because he went back out for the last quarter. Well, maybe the last half. Had no impact because his knee was fucked. Why would they? I get. Oh well, the game was tight, so I guess yeah. they put him back out there. But that's a well, because I think when he from the moment he went off, because he heard he he hurt his knee when Collingwood were up. They'd kicked a couple of goals in a row, hmm. and then Denison fought back, yeah, and were kind of in control. And then he came back out. I don't want to say it was the difference, but I guess just having that one extra rotation probably helped. How good's Hoskin Elliott actually been this year? He, he's kicked he's so good. many goals. Like, I think he's seventh yep. or eighth in the goal kicking. He's just been fantastic. And I think he's one of the only players that's kicked a goal in every single game as well. Has he still got that statistic? Oh, if he kicked one on the weekend, he would have. I think he didn't kick one last week. Or there was yeah. one game where he might have missed, but he had a good run for a while. Next game was Melbourne just destroyed Frio. Frio again, a team that are not looking great. Melbourne kicked 13-24. That's disgusting. I would argue that Frio are potentially the worst team in the AFL. No, Carlton. No, but you look at the the senior core that Frio have, they should be a lot better than Carlton, and they're not really. The youngsters will be good, but there seems to be a bit of a gap. The two early draft picks they picked up will be good players. They've played really well this year. Melbourne should have won this by... Like even when you look at the scoreline, thirteen twenty four, but just the lopsided contested possession and yeah. etc., they should have won by. This was in Darwin though. The conditions up there are kind of fucked to play in. Oh, they still should have won by a hundred points. Yeah, just yeah. And and Fremantle are a bit of a joke. I mean, you lose to Brisbane by ten goals at your own home ground. That's a pretty poor effort. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, uh, you know like and, and Brisbane are horrible in WA in Western Australia. Played poorly there for a number of years, seven or eight years. Even yeah. when they were winning premierships, they were crap there. They'd, yeah, actually, when was the last time you'd won in Western Australia before the other? Well, I think it was back in two thousand and seven or something. Yeah, something Fuck, like so that's we, a- we pinched a uh, an absolute upset against West Coast, yeah, by two points or something. And then before that, I don't reckon we'd won since the two thousand, like early two thousand. So yeah. We've, yeah, it's probably Jeez. one game in like seventeen years. It's- All right, so now we're into Sunday's games. North Melbourne beat Gold Coast, which again, not surprising. A good team played a bad team, and the good team won. Not very convincing, though. No, well. No. Gold Coast were well and truly in it until the second half of the third quarter, and then no. I would say it was the first half of the third quarter, as soon as Stephen May, (laughs) stupidly, as a captain, you know, all captains give away free kicks. Yeah. But when you're a defender and you're giving away free kicks that end up in goals when the match is on the line, that's unacceptable. I hate Stephen May. <laughs> um, since Stephen Martin, isn't it? Since he murdered Stephen Martin. I think he's a thug piece of shit on the same level as Jeremy Cameron. Cameron's a thug. Yeah, they're both, Sorry, th- they're both pieces of shit. Like, I, I hate them both. And I, I, The fact that Stephen May is a captain, I don't have any respect for Gold Coast as a footy club. I, I don't know what they're building. Tom Lynch is going to leave for sure. He shouldn't be captain. <laughs> Stephen May, like, I just don't know. 
Higgins is soft too. He probably took a bit of a dive, to be let's be honest. <laughs> he fell down like a sack of potatoes like he does every time. Did he's done the same. He's done the same in all games this year. But Steve May, like, why don't you target someone who's your own size? He he's he's he is like the quintessential thug of the AFL. Yep. Him and Cameron. Cameron's a sniper and, and Stephen May is just like a straight up fuckhead. Just on Cameron. Harris Andrews was who he killed, basically, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I just wanted to double check. Yeah. I had like a brain blank there. <laughs> Oh, Harris Andrews has them too. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He's got he's getting brain scans this week, so it's like yeah. it's so he's fucked up, and he's about to miss his third week of football. And yeah. Cameron gets five weeks. I still think that was lied on. Should have been closer to eight. I agree. It's yeah. it was intentional. High contact. Put him in hospital. Could have killed him. Could have killed him. Mm. You know, I heard some commentary saying, "Oh, Andrews has got to be careful going back with the flight of the football." Get stuffed. Who said head. that? Dermot Brereton or oh, someone like that? It wouldn't have been Brereton. Brereton likes Brisbane. He's got a bit of a soft spot. For some <laughs> it's because he likes the rough stuff. <laughs> he likes the lines from back in the day. But um, <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, Cameron's a thug. Thug. It's a piece of shit. Has Benny Brown stitched up the Coleman yet? We kick four goals. He is now I think ahead. He's seven ahead. If he keeps diving, you'll pick up. You know, like, uh, <laughs> notice that every he goes up so straight. He yeah, goes up so straight, and then you know he. He just falls as soon as he gets, and that's why you're worried as a defender when it comes in because you're like, oh, I've got to get the ball because if I make contact, he's just going to fall flat on his face. I do agree he takes a fall from time to time, but I will say this: he, he also gets double teamed probably more than any other player. Yeah, he cops a lot. Got a good reach. It's like Jonathan Brown back in his sort of peak years. Why do we call him Ben Brown? Why do we call him Ben yeah. Brown? Could be sideshow Bob. He's <laughs> identical, isn't he? They look exactly exactly the same. Except he's just ripped as fuck and such a pop was lanky. <laughs> yeah, right, uh, the Suns are fucked. That's that's what I take from that game. Yeah. They, yeah I, I'm, I'm talk- licking my lips at the Brisbane matchup that's coming. It's going to be huge. Yeah. I reckon he might double your average winning margin. <laughs> oh, shit. Tom Lynch is gone, though. Got to be. He would have re-signed it. Yeah, and like, he, yeah. where's he gone all year? Where's where's he been in the media defending the club? He's he's been Has, nowhere. Is this anyone year. defending the club in the media? Oh, Stephen May tries to. When you're whacking blokes off the ball and in critical moments of the game, how much credibility do you have? <laughs> I don't want to have too much of a crack at Tom Lynch, but I don't think he's a good captain. <laughs> <laughs> no, just in terms, like I'm sure around the club he gets around the boys and stuff, and and he's a good leader, but he's not like the loud. He's yeah. not like a Luke Hodge vocal yeah. leader. He's well. It's probably Stephen May is probably the vocal leader, and, and Lynch is. I honestly don't know why they have a co-captaincy there. Yeah, I think it was just oh, we've got two star players. Shit, we want to like keep both of them happy and keep both of them at the club. Where's he going to play next year? What team? Stephen May or Tom Lynch? Tom Lynch and Stephen May. <laughs> Stephen May leave. Hawthorne are keen on May, and they have been for a long time. Hawthorne, yeah. Um, hey, I think he's contracted for one more one year. one more though. year, but a captain TC. That's there's been quite a few though. Yeah, have. that's such a weird thing for me. Like, yeah. I can't imagine being like, "All right, boys, I'm leading you into this last game of the season, but then I'm yeah. leaving you." That's yeah, fair enough. If like Tomlin reckon- should call it now, he's not playing for the rest of the season. Just say it now and get out of there. Well, I think the only thing is that he wouldn't have picked the team yet. I think he would know that he's leaving, but he probably hasn't picked a team. Actually, I don't know if that would affect him making an announcement. He honestly should just say it, but it's not the culture of the AFL to actually announce it early. They yeah. always say, oh, you know, I'm just thinking about it. He can't even use a standard throwaway line. Hey, Tom Lynch, when are you going to re-sign? Oh, you know, I'm just focusing on my footy right now. Yeah, he can't even just do that. Just focusing on uh, trying to get back on the field right now, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know where it goes. It'll, it'll likely be Richmond, Hawthorne, or um, Collingwood. 
Pool. That's a scary addition to any of those teams. Yeah. 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 I know uh, you uh, think Hawthorne, it's Collingwood. <laughs> well, Hawthorne, maybe Hawthorne don't need him. The, the, the three, oh, they probably do because Roughhead's three, coming. Like He's oh, closer yeah, to the yeah, end. That's true. But three Hawthorne forwards on the weekend. Mm. Uh, Bruce, Gunston, Roughhead kick 14 goals between them. I don't Jeez. know whether that says a lot for them or how bad the Western Bulldogs' back line is. Actually, no. It's how bad the Western Bulldogs <laughs> are. They should be another merger team. <laughs> maybe, maybe just two mer- years after a flag. Just, just well, you know, maybe just merge. Send them to Tassie. No, they, they, don't just send them to. Uh, no, you send a good team to Tassie, not a <laughs> merge St Kilda and the Western Bulldogs because yeah. no one cares about those teams and they're un- they're largely unsuccessful for the period of time they've been in the <laughs> they AFL. Just want a flag and, <laughs> and and send the Kangaroos to Tassie. <sighs> Every time the Kangaroos like. Are in the conversation to be relocated? They lift. Like it's uh, happened a few times now. They got. I reckon the first time that when they popped up, like when they were in the conversation just before the new teams started. Yeah, they stayed garbage for well and true. They actually were probably too garbage to move. No, but they lifted off. Like in that instance, it was off field. It was yeah. holy shit. And then their membership numbers exploded. Do yeah. you guys reckon our team in Tassie would work? Yes. Yes, I do. I do. I reckon it'd be fantastic. Everyone says, "Oh, you know, it's." You wouldn't have enough members. You've got 500,000 people there. And they yeah. are football mad down there. Yeah. And Everyone talking. And they come up to the, they come to the mainland all through the year and watch their team. Yeah. Flights uh, to Tasmania are also very cheap, which yeah. means that you'd get a lot of diehard supporters in oh, Melbourne absolutely. go over there. They're not going to do it in the next 10 years, though. North could play. They just won't. North could agree to play eight games or something in Tasmania, and then they'd still get another seven or eight in Melbourne. But that's not a Tassie team. Are you talking about North relocating and training in Tassie? In Tassie and playing For eight games. And, yeah, and the Melbourne supporters would still get to see them. Um, the, I, I can't see it happening. Oh, with I North. can't. Uh, look, not necessarily. But I, what I'm saying is, a team in Tassie would work. And once you merge St Kilda and Western Bulldogs together, I would fold <laughs> the Gold Coast and make a Tasmanian team. Yeah, well, Gold Coast is like Gold Coast. Surely they're on their last, like Stewie Jew. That's the last chance for Gold Coast, right? Sure. That's the third cycle of coaches. Gold Coast have third? been given so much stuff to try and like manufacture them as an AFL powerhouse, and they've just set it all on fire. Mm. It's just a dumpster fire club. Yeah. They're probably wasting it all on food this year to feed Stewie Jew. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, what a unit. He's a big unit, isn't he? Is. he? <laughs> you know, like, how would you be at training running laps and you cop a, you know, you know, put in more effort, run harder. I'd like to see you run, Stewie. <laughs> the thing is, Stewie will just turn around and just like tackle you when you'll be out for six weeks. <laughs> That's if he could catch you. <laughs> That's how Tom Lynch got injured. <laughs> I can imagine Stuart Jew being, um, and this is like a comic book reference, very coach boss from Southern Bastards. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? Just a huge guy. But like a, a fucking angry psycho. <laughs> Not so much the angry psycho part, but just like people- Like nobody in the club would fight him. He'd be like, yeah. any of you fucks disagree? No. Yeah. No, that, no coach, Jew. That mixed with like the fact of like the players being like, oh, I'd like to see you do it. And him just like- Tackle down a tree. <laughs> I, I tell you, he could be um, he could be more like you know Austin Powers, fat bastard. <laughs> Essendon Collingwood. We spoke about this a bit at the start of the game, uh, start of the episode. To go, he was real big difference. He lifted the last quarter and killed us. Three he's goals. Just, he's, his skills are just lovely, aren't they? like he's you know I saw that left foot snapshot from the boundary line. Just yeah. critical moment in the game and just give him class. one million dollars. What are Collingwood paying him? I didn't. No, he's resigned. Yeah, no, yeah, two what years, but. Did they say what they're paying him? 
Who knows? It'd be a lot less. They wouldn't be paying him a million. No, nah, yeah, not a chance. But he'll be. That's his next contract. Though. Yeah. Well, actually, signing him for two years is probably a mistake because in two years, he'll probably be just as good, if not better. Oh, I don't he think they would have. They probably would have wanted more than two years. It's probably him saying yeah. two years and then he's probably a free agent by then. Is that uh, probably around, around that age? Well, he's. A restricted free agent. But could yeah. be close. Yeah. He, his next contract could be huge if he improves because. Although Collingwood people may People were already going to pay him a million dollars a year. Yeah. Collingwood may have. He's only 22. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So he's not even he's not even free agent then, is he? It's twenty five, isn't it? Twenty five, twenty six, or twenty six, twenty seven. <sighs> I don't even I can't even remember how it works. Yeah, I, I don't think he is. So anyway, that doesn't matter because his next contract will be huge for Collingwood. Like the two year thing, maybe is because he's had all the off field drama. They're like, let's see, let's give yeah, him two years and see hey, if he actually a, straightens up again. That's a very good point. But uh, he's too good to be in trouble. <laughs> that's right. <sighs> they got to rush him back into the team. But you know, uh, look at let's say he gets six hundred. Because I reckon that's about all it'll be. At Collingwood? Yeah. Might even be less, you know. So, let's say it's 1.2 over two years. Yeah. I, I I think he's probably selected the two years. Yeah. Because, you know, 5 million over five years or 1.2 over two. Yeah, I'd probably take true. five over five. Yeah. That's what mm. I'm- uh, I'm going to be interested to see what player he is in two years. Because he could be the best player in the AFL. He could be. Which is a huge call, but like, yeah. fuck, he's just, the, when he's on, he, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. like. Has he been tagged? I don't think he's been tagged this year. Well, no, he doesn't. It's it's weird. Well, it's mostly a forward role and you don't typically tag a forward. You can put like a defensive, you know, person on him, but it's 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 a different mm. situation. Um, speaking of defense, both Hurley and Hooker had great games. All of Essendon played really well. It was just Collingwood were just too good in the end. And it fucking sucks to say that. Yeah, that would really hurt. Yeah, it's no good. Okay. I much preferred when Collingwood was shithouse. Pendlebury was good. Uh, he fucking lifted in that last quarter so much when they needed him to. He's well, a gun. He won't be able to do that forever. He is starting to get older. Well, yeah. is it? He's 30-31 now, isn't he, Pendlebury? He's best is about to be behind him. I can't say it's behind him because he's had such a good year. Yeah. Has he missed many games? Is he a sniff of the round though? Oh, he always maybe. polls well. He always polls well and he they've does. won lots of games. So, yes, he... Uh, but Sidebottom's been really good Sidebottom will pinch votes and so will the goey. And so will the And Grundy, right. actually. Grundy will get votes. Yeah, I can't see Pendlebury winning it, actually. Even Big Mason will get some votes this year. He probably will get a couple of ones, I think. Dane Beams is a smoky for the brown though. Yeah. He's just—he's probably had four best on grounds. You—you gonna have to—he's gonna need to be best on ground in a couple more wins, though. Well, don't worry, mate, because they're coming. <laughs> Those wins are coming. We'll get to that in a second. Because we'll, first, we'll just talk about the last game of the round. West Coast defeated the Giants. Just the Giants should have won this game. Yeah, they had a lot of scoring shots. They—they um, they dominated some of the key. Key statistical areas, and mm. they were in with a chance. They, they should have won that game. When your season's on the line, which theirs was, you know, th- those are the s- sorts of games they can't afford to lose. It's a bit like that draw they had with St. Kilda. Yeah. When it's when it's looking likely because of your injury list that it's going to be really close whether you make finals or not. Yeah. You need to win games like that. Especially when GWS, like, they hit the lead 14 minutes into the last quarter. They should go on and win that game. Yeah. it's they, They're still only half a game out of the eight, weirdly. Yeah. Because other teams are just like not taking their chances Everyone's, to shut the gate. Like everyone between like sixth and tenth just keeps falling over. Yeah, it's why Essendon As- needed to win so badly on the weekend. They were back if they had won that. If uh, where would you is- have been? Uh, we still would have 
Still you would have been, been on 32. You would have been one game and percentage out. Yeah. But that's, you know, fuck. GWS have Richmond next week. Them lo- they, they really needed to win that. It's, it's just too tough now. Actually, and they don't have Patton as well as Cameron. Yeah. As well nah, as Toby yeah, Green. Draw a lot. Well, so, yeah. that's your goal-kicking power. That, no yeah. Stevie J. Yeah. I mean, th- those were your top probably four goal kickers for them last year. So it's very hard to re- – and it's very hard to replace that. It's hard to draw a line through a team that's only half a win out. But I, I, <laughs> I cannot see them making finals. Well, they're half a team, uh, half a game out, but they're going to be a lot more than half a game out after the next couple of weeks. That's true. They, they really have a tough draw. Hawthorne and North are like the only two that I can imagine swapping. Maybe Melbourne. But yeah, Adelaide, no chance. Essendon would need to beat teams that they probably shouldn't beat. So they need to pretty much win every game for the rest of the season. Essendon, I think, literally have to win every game. That will be you, you so will need, cooked by finals if we do that. Normally, you need 12 wins, but this season, you're going to need 13, I think. And because of your percentage, you'll need 14. Whatever it takes. Oh. So, we need oh. to beat Gold Coast, Freer, easy. Yeah. Well, it's as doable. Fucking no, it's doable. Then we've got Sydney. Where? Here. Win. Sydney at Etihad. Win. Hawthorne at the MCG, which win. I think that we'll win just because... It's a line in the sand. Oh. It's a line in the sand, but also uh, Hawthorne embarrassed us early in the season, and I think the new Essendon, the second half of 2018 Essendon, yep. will beat them. Then we've got St. Kilda. Then we've win. got Richmond. Win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then we've got Port Adelaide in Adelaide for the last game of the round. Win. Win. Why? <laughs> we don't like Hinkley. <laughs> Hinkley doesn't know what success feels like. He hasn't won a premiership. Um, <laughs> How many losing ones did he have at Geelong when he played? Would did he play in all of them? Oh, he would have played, played in most of them. Look how old he looks. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't recall him as a player. Essendon is still a chance. Yeah, they are. Just. Just. Um, My worry is that it would be one of those situations where they finish eighth and then get steamrolled in the first week. I thought you were about to say they finish eighth and then there's a controversy like... Last time, and then Carlton get elevated. Never again, Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened, though. Remember? Yeah, Carlton and then got, Carl, and then and Carlton they won. beat they won they the first beat final. Richmond. Yeah, and then everyone laughed because <laughs> Richmond <laughs> were like, "Oh, we didn't finish ninth, and then they finished fifth and got knocked out by ninth. And then, yeah, that's right. And and oh, yeah. Richmond, fuck. We can't well, laugh at them now. Exactly. Yeah. Who's laughing now? They're a powerhouse now. Justin Lepich down at Richmond. <laughs> Good on him. Good on your leper. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, uh, ready to make some huge profit calls for next week? All right. Adelaide take on Geelong at Adelaide. Geelong. Geelong. Adelaide. Really? Why? Just, I think, uh, I think the death stare will work next week. It won't. Comes in waves. No. <laughs> the cats win on the road. Geelong by 70. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I think Geelong by four goals. Yeah, I say 70, but when I'm putting in my tips, it's like winning margin. I'm like, oh, conservative 18. St. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Gilda take on Carlton. Jeez. This is really a battle to see who is the worst team in the AFL. Based on recent form, I would say St. Kilda. Yeah. Um, oh. I want Carlton to win again, just so that Essendon is the only team that lost to them this year. But who knows? I feel like if the Saints lose this game, the pressure on Richo is so big. I reckon if they lose, Richo is done. You reckon? Yeah. It's that bad? The, uh, Carlton were insipid on the weekend. Like after quarter time. No, but Brisbane just aren't good in the first quarter. Mm. They take a bit to warm up. Yeah, they do. Uh, this will be a draw. A draw. Five goals. Oh. T- five. Go- the end score will be five goals, 10, 40. <laughs> Both of them. And they'll be Carlton's second highest score for the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I think a draw would be atrocious for both teams here. That's why I want to say it. Yeah, because both teams, like fans of both clubs would be like, oh, we got a chance here. Yeah. And if it's a draw, that'll just break. All like seven thousand members' hearts. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Half of those members will be at the game. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, that's a Friday night game. Oh God. It's it's hideous. It's it's disgusting. And Brisbane can't get a Friday night game, which is okay. You that's watch fun, yeah. no, 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 fair enough, they don't deserve one. They don't deserve um, one, but neither of those two possible merger teams of the future. <laughs> oh, my God. BT, imagine how fake BT will have to get to, like, get himself is, up Is he going to fucking game. know the players' names? No, he will not know. He'll know Actually, Charlie Kerno and that's it. Put Billy Browless in the commentator box. He's great. Yeah, I love Billy. I love Billy, too. I love him, too. He's the people's champion, isn't he? Yeah, he's real good. He's... Because he's like a dickhead without being too much of a dickhead. I still love that a player missed a goal and Billy said on radio, I would have kicked that with my doodle. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, the footy heats up on Saturday. Big, big contest. Oh, here we go. Hawks versus Brisbane. (sighs) I've already made my prediction. University of Tasmania Stadium. Mm. Is it ready for such a high-pressure clash? Fuck no. It's going to erupt and Brisbane are going to win. How much? I think they'll win by four goals. I think they'll lose by four. Fuck, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you need to actually believe in your team. What you are is a TC. Oh. You're borderline TC, mate. You got kids too. You got to lift. You got to set a good example. Come on. We teach them about being realistic about life. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Can't win them all. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, I'm, I'm backing the boys. Four goals. Couldn't you just uh, record that for next week? Make sure that we, when, you know, when that result comes through, that, you know. Lucky this is a podcast yeah, that's all could, recorded. How could we record it? <laughs> <laughs> Just play it back next week. Yeah, yeah, we will. Back, That'll be the back. intro. Fucking play back me, feed and toast down your throat. <laughs> Not next week, though, because we will win. I think we'll win by 24 points, or it could be closer to our average winning margin of you know, 65 60, or yeah. 60. So. I think Hawthorne will win this just because only if it was a game that meant nothing, if they were like comfortably sixth or something. Mm. 
I'd back Brisbane again, but the fact that Hawthorne need to win this to stay they in touch with the win. finals. You know what? If Tom were here, Tom would back my boys. Yeah, but Tom's a fuckhead. Tom's a good man because <laughs> he backs Brisbane. Daniel, you're a piece of shit. I can't believe you aren't. I can't believe you're not backing Brisbane to win. I've tipped them. I've tipped Brisbane, but um, I think that there we go. Do you ever tip against Brisbane? I know tip. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because I, you, if you I, did I, tip, I, you would have to tip against? Them? I, I tipped in round one. I know I'll get the away team, so I'm tipping Brisbane technically. Shit, I'm disgusted <laughs> by this. This is this is putrid. Melbourne take on the Bulldogs at Melbourne the MCG. Will win. Melbourne, I should smash them. I would think. Yeah, forty well, points. These, these teams have had some close games. I think twelve goals. Melbourne twelve like, goals. They, they like beating up on the on the shit teams. Yeah, and the Bulldogs are shit. So. Flat track bullies. No, they are. Melbourne's they're, 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 percentage they're, they're, is fucking huge. Yeah, that's because they beat up on the small teams. It's Second they, highest in the AFL. Yeah, they had that run of games where they were kicking twenty five goals a game or something like that. So they still don't defend. No, they don't. Um, massive game at Metricon, though. Fuck. The Suns hosting the Bombers. Surely Essendon will win this by five goals. It'd be nice to see Essendon win a game that's like a little... Not a massive blowout, but just like a comfortable win. You had that against Brisbane, didn't you? Comfortable-ish. Uh, actually, no, I've changed oh, my no, mind. That was an infuriating game, though. That wasn't comfortable. I've, Essendon um, by seven goals. I've changed my mind. I want a blowout because I realize we haven't actually had a blowout. You need percentage. Yeah, you need percentage. Yeah, and we need, we need percentage. Seven goals, Essendon. Essendon by 12 goals. Ooh. Essendon by 150 points. It'll be like the first time you <laughs> <Yes>! played them. <laughs> Fuck, it was insane. Was that like 96 points up at halftime or something like that? Uh, quarter time. What? No. Yeah. We at kicked, quarter time? We kicked 13 goals to one That's behind right. in the first quarter. That was Holy awesome. F- Hang on. I'll find out the exact scores, but I think it was 96 played one. When that sort of thing happens in a game, I look at that and go, oh, they're a chance to win by 400 points, but the teams always slow it down after that. It's a shame. That's why you know, I'm a bit more of a realist than you are. You actually <laughs> believe that a team will score 400 points. <laughs> Mate, if you believe anything is possible, I feel like the fact if Brisbane lose this weekend, it's because you haven't willed it. Don't, into- don't sit there and read from the Bible at me. I'm not reading the, from the Bible. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, you annoy me. Um, like an onion head. <laughs> no one's as bad as him. <laughs> Essen kicked 15 goals four to one behind in the first quarter. Oh, my God. Yeah, It was, good. yeah. They've only had a kicked a bit straighter. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. And I think, actually, I think one of the last scoring shots of that first quarter was a behind because there was a chance oh, Essen were going to have kicked 100 points in the first quarter. It was. Jesus. I think we won by 130 points in the end. Fucking hell. It so, was, you, so you really just went home at quarter time. Well, yeah. Uh, they beat us in one of the quarters. And I can't remember. I think it was the third. They kicked a couple of goals. And I was like, oh, this is dog shit. Come on, boys. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, though, would you? You'd, you know, you finished the game. You win by 130 points. And you actually lost a quarter? What? How did that happen? Yeah. It's an embarrassment. Yeah, it's that. no good. It's a disgrace. The Giants are hosting the Tigers. Giants need to win or their season's probably cooked. Richmond will probably win just so they can show that they play away from home. I think they'll win anyway, just in terms of who the Giants are missing in the forward yeah. line and who Richmond have in their back line. So. Giants by seven points. Season on the line and Richmond um, have not played that well. I don't think home, the- but not that we tell Damien Hardwick that because I hear that he gets quite angry when people say you can only win at the MCG. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the Giants stand for anything as a football club. So That's I think they'll fair. lose by seven goals. Well, they do stand for something. They like running in waves forward. They just don't like running backwards to defend. They're like elbowing people in the face. Yeah. They oh, like yeah, being they pieces like, of shit. They're like cashing checks. <laughs> Fuckheads. I hope they lose. 
I hope they, I hope I they lose by 100 points. Richmond will win. I don't think it'll be that big, but they'll win. Colin would take on West Coast at the MCG. We'll get to see what West Coast play like at the MCG without the two be- best forwards. They'll, so, get, uh, they'll, they'll get hammered. Yeah. They'll be shithouse. Yeah. yeah, I think Collingwood could win this by 10 goals. Yeah, 8 to 10 goals. Yeah. Yeah, agree with that. Actually, if... Oh, no. Collingwood are a win off top play. So I was going to say... If um, I think the Tigers are too clear, aren't they? The Tigers are one game up, yeah. Only one, <coughs> only one game clear. Yeah, so <clears throat> uh, Richmond have won 12, Collingwood have won 11. Far out. Uh, Richmond's percentage is quite a bit better, though. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so then next game, North Melbourne take on Sydney. Good game. Cracking yeah. game. Sydney it's play well away, away from Sydney. Sydney will win that. And oh. North play well at Eddie Had. North probably need to win this again. Well- Actually, both need the win badly. Yeah. Sydney to go into the top four. Pre- hope, Well, for them, hopefully, I guess. And North to sneak back into the eight. Yeah, North need it more, I think. And I think yeah. North will win by maybe a goal. Uh, Sydney by three goals. Ben Brown to kick six. Ben Brown to get six free kicks, six goals. <laughs> buddy, buddy, buddy to kick seven. Oh, imagine. No, imagine- he won't kick seven. I think he'll kick four or five. Imagine Brown kicks like four, but he kicks ten. <laughs> hey, this is an interesting one. Who goes to Franklin? Does Majak go to Franklin? Now he's Probably playing defence. He's uh, fast. He's got a good leap. I'd love to watch that matchup. Wouldn't I think Franklin great? would shred him though. Oh, I think he would, but I don't mind that. Majak's playing really well. Yeah, he really struggled to stay in the team for a little bit, and now he's like really for about found ten his place. years. Yeah, yeah, he's found his niche. I think. I think that's game of the round as well. Yeah, good call. And I don't then- know. It'd be low scoring. I reckon. Doesn't matter. I think it must it be exciting. two two yeah. hard nut like, teams going. The Essendon Collingwood game was fucking yeah, good was as good. to watch, and that yeah. was relatively low scoring. The umpires brought brought the uh, game alive with their <laughs> terrible, terrible. There was umpire. a fifty minute penalty in the last quarter that I just remembered as well. Was it for talking back or no? No. Oh, there was a really bad one. Is this the one? It was the. Um, it's not the ten meter inten- rule. Intentional is it? intentional hold. Uh, yeah. Don't agree with it. Don't know that it existed. <laughs> I'm sure it's a free kick, but apparently it happens. Fifty. Yeah. It, Does it happen? Tom was saying that it happens pretty much once a week of just like, uh, it's just such a weird 50 meter penalty. I've never seen it before. It's, and it was like soft ish as well. It's no good. I get why it's a rule, but pay it when it's relevant. And there's there's some questionable rules that, that 10 meter rule. Yeah. Protected area. It's fucking trash. It's, it's just too hit and miss. They pay it some weeks. They don't pay it others. Yes. I hate it. Just like I hate Port Adelaide, who play Fremantle this week. <laughs> I hate Ken Hinckley. It's at Optus Stadium, this but that doesn't worst, mean anything. <laughs> this could be the worst game of the round. Well, Least Port Adelaide eventful. will they'll win by heaps. Yeah. I hope they... Mm. Will they? Maybe. Hard to say. Port Adelaide, least I, flashy team in the eight. Which is weird, because they've got so many flashy players. Yeah. they just. I don't think I've ever watched a Port Adelaide game and been like, oh, this is exciting. Oh, that, that the showdown was good. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, I changed the my The showdown. Unbelievable. They're always unbelievable. They are. Port Adelaide by nine goals, I think. Yeah. I'm going to go Port Adelaide by eight goals. Yeah. Fremantle. <laughs> Two goals. <laughs> Fuck, you're a dog. <laughs> I just, you know, Fremantle are due. They've had a couple of bad weeks now, though. And it's uh, back at home. They would have copped a bit of a serve from Ross. <laughs> not, that, not that he's got much credibility with his track record this year. And uh, that's a perfect place to jump into the emails this week. Mm-hmm. So because Tom isn't here due to his current orbit around Earth, I'm not going to read out all the emails we got because a lot of them are about Geelong. But first email we got this week was about Fremantle and their coach, Ross Lyon. This is from Chris. 
Lads, boys, gentlemen. Heads up, rant incoming. <laughs> I've been a long-time Freya supporter since the days when my dad dragged the anchor in with a bunch of other large men in overalls way back in their first year in exchange for free tickets. In brackets, for the record, it was against the then-Brisbane Bears at Subi Oval, so of course I also have a love of Brizzy. Hey! I lived through the Dockers of the early 2010s, which were the Chris Conley three-quarters of a game effort <laughs> from the team at best years. I kept faith through the first nine consecutive Western Derbies shellackings at the hands of those filthy eagle bastards. <laughs> I maintained the faith during cross-country move to Sydney, and yet, and yet... I've never been more sure of anything than I am of our, in brackets, alleged sex pesty, leecherous, creepy thunder fuck that we have as a coach right now. We should do one thing right in the last two years and pull up sticks and flog off back to Domino's where no one will notice the Chiefs' shitty garlic bread, bread breath. P.S. I was the purple shirt wearing Freo fan on Twitter that posted a couple of weeks ago, but to prevent mistakes, every Freo supporter should also get one, solidarity, etc. and so on. Cheers, Chris. Chris Champion. He's not a fan of uh, Ross Lyon, and fair enough. Garlic bread motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I've got a soft spot for Ross, though. He was ex- Why? ex-Fitzroy. He's a piece of shit as a human, though. He's garbage. Well, <laughs> No, well, he's trash, Daniel. Put him in the bin. Come on, Daniel. Put him in the bin with the stale garlic bread. Fuck him. All right, see you later, Ross. We hate you. <laughs> Good. He's Returned. gone. See you, Ross. Uh, all right, move on to the next email. Uh, this one's from Charlie McGregor. West Coast supporter. Yes. Yes, he is. A uh, friend of the show. Emailed us before. Oh, this is interesting. From a Frio to a West Coast. <laughs> coast to coast. Dirty <laughs> bastards. Subject of this email, all, all caps. It's pretty great, boys. Uh, so I'm assuming answering the question that we ask every week. Uh, of course. It, was this sent a few weeks ago with the, when they were winning games? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Lads, it's been a few weeks and footy-wise, they've been rough weeks. Humiliated by the Bombers, choking against the Crows, and it nearly happened again tonight. But we stood up when it mattered, in brackets, unlike Tom. <laughs> Staring defeat in the eyes, my Eagles played their first fourth quarter since the 27th of May against Hawks. <laughs> I love every player on this team, and footy this weekend was absolutely awesome. I'm so glad we grabbed Jack Redden and Elliot Ye- Fuck. Elliot Yo. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And Elliot Yo, because they are phenomenal. If they were still with the Lions, I reckon they'd be a top 12 team. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie. Steady on, son. But enough of that. Carney, I love the look of your Lions. Carnies. Hey. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the look of your Lions. You guys are going to be scary good in the next couple of years, and I'm honestly nervous for our clash at the Gabatois yes. in round 23. Mm. Last week, he talked about how Hipwood is yet to have a game where he tore it apart. This weekend against the Blues, that was that, that game. Six yes. goals. He's going to be an absolute gun. That was the game. Yeah. That was 100% um, the game. And weirdly... I mean, I mean, it goes without saying, he's going to get so much better than that because he's still, you know how Buddy Franklin or, you know, forwards have those games where they, they just dominate for four quarters. Yeah. Hipwood didn't quite do that. He kicked six goals and was awesome. But let's like, we should <laughs> say that it was against Carlton. Yeah. So when he does it against Hawthorne this weekend, boy, oh boy, will he arrive. How many goals do you reckon he'd have to kick against Hawthorne for you to be like... He's arrived. Four? Five. Four or five, yeah. Five. got to kick a bag, I think. Yeah, five. Yeah. Four yeah. won't cut it. Yeah. Five, but also really dominate the game. Because you can kick five goals and not have like a massive presence on the game. Yeah. If you we kick- want him to attack packs and actually have a presence. Because yeah. uh, players have kicked five where they've kicked like four in the first quarter. But yeah, the other, and then just, fade out of the game. And then uh, kick like one in the next. Yeah. How well did um the West Coast do out of the Elliot Yo trade as well? 
I think they paid like pick twenty something for him. I think and that he, year every he's a club, great player, every he's elite. Every club did well that year because they bled Brisbane dry. They did, but you know, if you look at the players that have left, yeah, Doherty, he, he, Yo, well, Yo's the best player, Pollock, the Orc. Yeah, but <laughs> Yo is comfortably the best of that. He's a gun. Group. And yeah. when he was playing for Brisbane, I thought oh, he'd be a solid halfback. He would be a big loss, but he can run through the midfield, forward, defence. He kicks long goals. Good disposal. He's Strong body. For my money, I think Doherty's better, but... but he's yeah. not better when he's not playing. Well, when he's out there on the field, mate... <laughs> is he ever going to get back on the field? He'll get back out on the field and he'll fucking captain that club. Well, there's no one else to captain the club. Well, Cripsy will do all right. Well, they got, you know, like, VFL teams could do better than Carlton right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's email. Uh, do sure I just don't the, I don't the sash and change my tip the last minute to the Bombers. Let's say I feel sorry for you, but I'm still fucking salty about the ambush you guys sprung on us a few weeks ago. Although it was great to see Merritt have a solid game. And how good is Devin Smith? Answer, really fucking good. Yeah. Brilliant. Great player. Uh, so good. Yeah. So exciting to watch. He's, we've got so many X-Factor players. Can we have him? Gone to no. another level this year. Yeah. I agree. Maybe, maybe wasn't he a French player at the Giants? A, and he was a forward. He was more forward pocket, wasn't he? Yeah. Half forward. And, you know, he's running through the midfield here. A tackle machine. He's just, yeah. He'll when, win your best and fairest too. Oh, comfortably. Yeah. 100%. Um. Yeah. Yeah, when he was the player that people were, when he got traded to Essendon, like they were including the big three trades, but I think everyone was like, Smith will either be the worst of the pack or will be the best. They won't be like, mm-hmm. and yeah, he settled in and fucking killed it. Yep. All the trades have been good for it. You know, yeah. They've had their moments this year. They've all played. Well, yep. Stringer hasn't had a game where he's exploded, but he's had like quarters where he's exploded. Quarters, yeah. Didn't he get three and a quarter a couple of weeks? Yeah, he's had, well, he's had quarters yeah. where he's had a huge impact. He kicked like, three massive. goals in the first quarter against West Coast. That's right. Um, yeah, and like that's what I'm saying. Like even there's been a few games where he's had like quiet-ish games, but then you look at the stats like, ah, oh, he kicked three goals or even like two goals, one or something. You're like, that's handy. Yeah. And then finally, would you guys consider doing an episode on the Brownlow? I think it'd be really interesting as the biggest awards night in the AFL and I'd love to hear your take on the winners. Uh, also, at this point of the season, who do you think is winning the Brownlow? Yes, we will 100% do a Brownlow episode. That's pretty much a given. By that point of the year, we're going to be running very low on content. So you'll definitely get a Brownlow episode from us. <laughs> Who do we think is going to win the Brownlow? I mean, probably Tom Mitchell. No, actually, no, it's not really a given anymore. Tom Mitchell kind of faded out a bit. His possession counts. Really. He's dropped away a fair bit because he was averaging at one stage like 41 possessions a game. I think Which is insanity. He's about 31, 32. Well, so. And there are some like some games where he gets high possession and he has a big impact, but others where he's not super impactful. Um, yeah, Mitchell, I think Grundy is a, a, a smoky. I think Max Gorn's a good chance. Gorn's going to need to have a really strong finish to the year, I think. Yeah. I don't know who's stealing votes from him, though. Yeah. Like- Grundy, actually, Grundy, I don't think has a chance because you've got Pendlebury and Sidebottom and Dugowie. Um Dame so, Beam, if, like this Sidebottom could do it, right? Yeah, in the last it's month and a bit of the season. Yeah, yeah I, I'd agree. Um, if Dame Beams has like a hot month where he's like best on ground in the next four games, yeah. he's a huge chance, I reckon. Um, like I said, if Brisbane win a couple of games towards the end of the season, because he's yeah. going to- He does poll well. Yeah, he's probably it, good for about 16 votes a year in a shit team. Ye- only issue you might have is in the first half of the year, the games where you were losing. Well, he was he, he didn't do anything until about round eight or nine. What about yeah. Gaff? I he kind he, of flies under the radar for me. I don't watch a lot of West Coast. He's getting a lot of ball and they've won yeah. a lot of games. 
And yeah. I don't know who else takes the votes necessarily. I think their forward line's been great, but forwards don't traditionally poll that well. Their back line's been really good as well. Mm. But again, so, backmen don't traditionally tra- poll, so exactly. Gaff might. Yeah. But I think with West Coast, because they've had a few forwards that have kicked like eight goals in a game, they they're going to get three votes just because the umpire's like, oh, fuck, we better give three votes to that bloke. Yeah, <laughs> no one has ever kicked eight goals before. <laughs> well, not for a number. Well, you know what I mean? Like, hasn't been yeah. consistent with big bags of goals. Dusty Martin is weirdly... A chance, a just because just might... he's Dusty Martin. What about yeah. Cochin? Cochin, no had no a better year. No one vote Gitter and better year than last year. I mean, he's a smoky. There's a few smokies. Clayton like, Oliver's had a good year. I'd like Cochin to win, just because um, he's definitely played better than Dusty, but also a legitimate win. Yeah, it'd be nice for him to win a Brownlow yeah. and like get the proper ceremony and stuff like that. And yeah. I, that hurts again for me to say because I still well and truly believe that Joe is Joe Watson's Brownlow. Mm-hmm. But look. Proven drug cheat, I guess. <laughs> Cochin's a good citizen. Yeah, I'd like to see him win one. Actually, yeah. I wasn't his pre- wasn't his illegitimate premiership enough. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just uh, he's cleaned up on a uh, brownlow in a premiership when he shouldn't have got either. <laughs> All right, and finally we've got an email from Josie who emailed us last week, and we crowned the best email we've ever gotten. Yep. Hey boys, thanks for bestowing me the mantle of best email ever. I'll try not to fuck it up now. <laughs> what are your opinions on some of the potential rule changes floating around? And what would you change to, in quotation marks, better the game? Would you change anything at all? I'm liking the idea of cutting interchanges down to 20. The oh. force the game to spread out a bit more and keep players in their position without kind of demanding it in ink. But I do wonder how the players would adjust to that and how certain teams would fare as a rule if that came into effect. Oh, that would kill the faster teams. 20 won't happen. Yeah. I also think the AFL need to be careful with the interchange capping because I just don't think they can change it so close, like so yeah. quickly again because the glad- games evolve so much. Like if, if we go with Josie's thing and change it to 20, players have gotten used to the way the game's played over the last yeah. few years and the fitness has improved of players. Yeah. And then if you drop it to 20, do you reckon it opens you up to more injuries if there's less rotations? It has to because you're running on empty and that's yep. when you get injured. Yeah, because your muscles are fatigued. Yeah, and also, it's also you start getting to like 20 is so low that it, you would see teams go over that accidentally all the time. And then well, I don't the- think they'd go over it accidentally, but 20 is just really low. That, really that, low. Like, I mean, it's 90 at the moment. Why, don't, why not go back to 60? Yeah, but my worry is the quality of the game. I, I mean, games know. do open up at the end when players get tired. It but was, it was great disposal when, efficiency yeah. would be shit ass, wouldn't it? If it, you've got 20 it was and great when it went back from 120 to 90. Because yeah. mm. then you ha- it was good because you got the better players on the ground for a lot longer, like they'd rest forward. Mm. So we could you could look I'd at that it. again. No, isn't it ninety now? It's ninety now. It's just whether you go from to sixty. I'd probably just keep it at ninety. Yeah, leave that how it is. I honestly, I think they just need to like rest some of the fucking floating rule changes throughout the season. Yeah, but I'm glad that some of the shitter rules have gone. Like I fucking hated the vest on. That was yeah, terrible. The substitute was garbage. Terrible. Because that was one of the worst ones they had. And you'd have good players as well, players that would have impact that would be the sub and you wouldn't see them till the third or fourth quarter. There was always, there was always some good players. That- but it, it was frustrating too if you had like a fringe player who's the sub and then he just comes on in the last quarter, has two touches and can't get into the game and then he gets dropped the next week. I just felt for the players during yeah. that. I don't think the sub added anything. Unless you want like 
If you want to do a sub, have four on the bench and then f- the fifth is a sub, maybe. I, I don't no, know. I'm happy the sub's gone. Yeah, get rid of it. I don't want any zones or anything like that. So The I- zones are interesting purely for me just in the last quarter when it teams up by like one point and they flood the back line. If you had zones, then the back line just has six players in it. And so it's a little bit more interesting from that point of view. But you see so many teams still choke in the last minute even with a flooded back line. Yeah. I'm not really that fussed on zones. The one I like, and I think we've talked about it potentially even last week, was extending the goal square out to 15 metres so yeah. you can clear congestion with longer kicks. I can get behind that. Okay, here's, here's one. Um, yes, the scoring's less, and that's why they're looking at these you know, yeah. uh, possible changes. Do you enjoy watching the game less now than what you did five or ten years ago? Because I enjoy it just as much as I did five or yeah, ten years ago. I'm the same. I'm going to... Uh- quote our friend from last week matt stewart mm. who said the game's not getting worse you're just getting older and you like things less yeah uh, if you ask anyone about anything like music tv shows movies they saw when they were like teenagers always seem better in their head than yeah. they do now yeah. but and i think matt also said to us um the game like there's a lot more coverage now yeah like a lot of people you can watch nine games whereas back in the day when everyone says footy you know the glory days of footy they might have only been showing one or two games a week on tv so you only saw like the the best the, the games. prestige games yeah. you didn't see the carltons and the frios and and those teams playing there was no fucking st kilda v carlton on a friday night right? on channel yeah. seven in the 80s so like i don't have an issue with the state of the game outside of the fact that the afl are now concerned there is an issue with the state of the game and they're thinking of implementing all these rule changes. Strip it back a bit. Yeah. I love footy as it is. Yeah. The ones that annoy me are the um the fucking protected area thing. Yeah. yeah. With the giving away fifties. I think that's shit house. I can understand why it's crap in, like that. But it's not being officiated in a way It's not being done correctly. Yeah, correct. And yeah. And fuck off the um, you know, the the thing with the thirty second rule. I think just you brought that in for a reason, just let it be what it is. But yeah. Players milk it. That's because that's the system. Like it's a complete knee jerk reaction to what Jake Stringer did a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we rag on umpires. It's so hard because the AFL keep changing the the goalposts well, every week. It's, it's hard it's, for it's both shifted. the umpires and the players because all of a yeah. sudden players are like, oh, I just gave away a free kick, but like I'm not entirely sure what I did because yeah. you can't stop the game and ask for clarification of like, yeah, hey, cool, that's a free kick. What? Because even like the most level headed players, like, oh, yeah, okay, sweet. I trust you, umpire. That was a free kick. But yeah. what did I do? There's no time for that because fucking the team will go and score. And Daniel, I've said this to the boys before, but like for someone like a casual football viewer like our dad, if he ever goes to the game now, he'll yell out about something, but he doesn't understand that the rules have changed so much. Like there's little yeah. things and it's like, no, dad, that is an actual rule. Don't don't fucking <laughs> don't scream at the umpires. That's why we don't take him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't get a run anymore. Doesn't get a look in. <laughs> there's a spot for onion head. If you decide you like sports, Onion Head. Nah, he'll never come. It's like, hey, mate, I'm started a new show. It's called How Good's Footy. Do you want to check it out? I hate sports. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> but he runs marathons. A fake sport. Yeah. Um, Josie just ends with, also took the kids and the no sports husband oh. to the Brisbane game on the weekend. Yes. Where the little lion got a high five on one of those little goodie bags from Hodgie. Something she clearly does not appreciate the awesomeness of yet. That's that fucking great. Is, that is brilliant. I, lo- I actually love that initiative. And they even do it at losing games as well where they yeah. get out and give the kids something. What a legend. Hodgie too. Fucking love it. Uh, love it. That's all my two-year-old. That was one of her first words. Hodgie. Hodgie. Yeah. It absolutely is. Really? Yeah. And Daniel's wife hates it. Yeah, she does. Just a Hodgie. <laughs> so Josie has two kids. Uh, so she, she's she got a Brisbane supporter and a 
Geelong supporter. Yes. Little Cat showed that Geelong arrogance starts young, asking the <laughs> Brisbane... Uh, asking the blues supporter behind us, why does your team suck? <laughs> Following it up with, maybe you should support the Geelong cats like me. They don't lose like this, you know. <laughs> That's so Can't take her anywhere. Thanks for getting mad on last week. Loved it. The gluten-free toast tasted a little less shit this week. <laughs> I love Josie. Yeah, that was another brilliant. great email. Fantastic. Good on you, Josie. Good on you, Hodgie. Fucking yeah, Hodgie. Hodgie. Love it. Yeah, what a good. legend. <sighs> well... Fuck footy's good. Footy's so good. Brilliant. And if you want to email us in, email us at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Uh, we'll try and get Tom down from outer space for next week. Thank you so much for being on the show, Daniel. No worries. Uh, shout out to Onionhead, the worst Carney. <laughs> He'll never he hear this, is. but he's garbage. He'll listen this way. He'll, <laughs> it'll get back to not being on here and he'll know. He'll know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, if you're looking for us individually, you can find me at Do13 on Twitter. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And you won't find me. <laughs> Good. And How Good's Footy is on Twitter at, at How Good's Footy. And um, see you next week. Go the Bombers. Go Lions. Go Lions. Finals chance is still there. I haven't drawn a line through us yet. Mathematically possible. I'm inheriting that. We're mathematically possible. (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) If Hawthorne win, it's Daniel's fault. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.